Welcome to C3 Church Tabra. You're about to hear a message from our senior pastor, Phil Oldfield. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. Praise God. You can take a seat. Amen. This message is called Easter, the Jesus Mission. Let me give a bit of a backdrop and then um, uh, I'm going to do a bit of a show and tell because we went into Sydney. Uh, In particular, we were around Darlinghurst and then Potts Point. Is that it? Potts Point? And um, yeah, so I'm going to do a bit of a show and tell. Uh, Went, drove through the cross. Uh, Julie was reminiscing. She used to live there and and uh, yeah, I keep I keep telling people she used to she used to work there. That's not a great thing to stay. And no, no, you don't get it. She was in the uh, in, in the off season of being a performer, uh, national international performer. Uh, a lot of the entertainers would uh, do the hospitality trade, and uh, and they would do all the. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Let's let's just leave that. Let's just leave that. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you did serve me a coffee once, Jules, back in 1978, and you didn't even give me the time of day. You were, Julie was uptown girl, I was downtown hippie bum, and uh, never the twain shall meet. <laughs> but somehow I met Julie in 78, when disco was happening, and, but yeah, it was all good. Easter, the Jesus mission. I want to tease out a little bit of this um, understanding of the mission of Jesus. We know the mission of, um, of Jesus was to go to the cross, but I'm reading this fascinating book, uh, Stephen Scott. He's a multimillionaire entrepreneur, very wise. Uh, he's an author. He's a speaker. He comes out to Australia. He's got some great books um, about, the, 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 um, the, I guess, the mission of, of Jesus, and he says there was 27 missions that Jesus had to fulfill. Uh, each one he fulfilled, and if he hadn't, uh, the, the mission would have been aborted. So I want to just take you through a little bit of that. Then I'm going to do a little show and tell, and then I'm going to give an understanding. When I look at the cross and the burden I have, I guess, for the saints to, to uh, I guess, to inherit all that Christ did on the cross into their personal life. So I might finish off with that. So last week we talked about the Jesus mission, the greatest mission the universe has ever witnessed, amen? Um, And I said, if Jesus was to fail, the earth and everyone in it would be doomed. And so the Jews and the prophets of the Old Testament were saying, you're separated from God, you've got sin, but all this religion, in fact, 600, the Ten Commandments, but 600, 600 rules and regulations they end up making up uh, along through the generations and they said unless you adhere to all these religious instruction and duties and sacrificial offerings and stuff you're not going to be good with God so it was very hard to appease God and, uh, and, 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 and most times you were found on the outer unless you were like Moses or, or one of these great men of God but still the fact was that man that was separated from God so Jesus needed to come pay this amazing price and he did it 2,000 years ago the host of heaven watched in amazement as God sent his only begotten son on a mission 
Um, and of course, the statements are, while living on earth, God's son would take on the form of a man uh, by giving up his divine rights. And um, as a man, he would be tempted. We know that. If the son succumbed to even one temptation, his mission would be aborted and the earth and its inhabitants would be doomed. Say doomed. <laughs> I love that. Though he lived as a man, someone said that was so doomed. Though he lived, man, I wish we could get this church worshiping, praising with so much passion as, as saying the word doomed. Uh, you know, if I could get people to say, praise you, Lord, as we could say doomed. Um, though he lived as a man, the son's communion with God the Father was impeccable. It was, it was actually perfect it was unbroken he had this amazing obedience to God it was nothing short of perfect there was such a close communion between Jesus and the father and it was so crucial to the success of his mission Um, the mission on earth was not just one mission I said that 27 missions uh, and we could tease that out Uh, if he failed in just one uh, all would be lost Amazingly, he perfected all these missions. So I'll just tease out four of them just quickly, and then I'll do a show and tell. First one, first mission uh, he had to accomplish was to testify about the truth. So John 18, 37, you might want to take a few notes down. So this was one mission that Jesus had to perfect. When confronted by Pontius Pilate, Jesus said in John 18, 37, Pilate therefore said to him, are you the king then? And Jesus answered, you say rightly. So that's the truth. I am the king. That I am a king. For this cause. Now this is the New King James Version. I'm not sure how it says in NIV. But I am a king. For this cause, for this cause, I was born. And for this cause, I have come into the world that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my Voice. Why is this so critical? Simply stated, sin had entered the world and humanity had been plagued by lies and illusions. So as as much as God is a God of love, he's a God of truth. Amen? And, And yet for thousands of years, humanity was caught in this web of these illusions that the enemy had spun through lies and and through falsehoods and and also they had uh, humanity had uh, a struggle in believing who God was the, the, the nature of God the character of God is a God of love is a God of mercy is he a God of mercy is he a God of graciousness humanity was not sure they were second guessing and also mankind were lying to themselves they didn't even believe themselves they didn't even they didn't believe what God said about themselves so in fact uh, they even were lied about what the world was about. For example, the world's values, successes and measures is made by the amount of material wealth. Jesus said in Matthew 16, 26, what good will it be for a man if he gains the whole world yet forfeits his soul? And, and again, Jesus says a man, in Luke 12, 15, it says a man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. So... This is why Jesus said, this is critical. You need to understand that. It's not about the abundance of things, but it's about what goes on in the heart, especially in terms of eternal value. 
I mean, there's, there's missionaries and there's martyrs that are far richer than Donald Trump. Let me tell you that. And there's people that live in the suburbs, just got regular families, you know, regular lives that are far richer than Donald Trump. Who believes that? So humanity was upside down, believing in so many lies and illusions. So Jesus came to us, set the record straight. Our only hope of stepping out of those lies and illusions, being deluded, was for Jesus to reveal the truth so that we could walk. That's why he said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. People couldn't see it. All they could see was all these falsehoods and false values and they were interpreting life by, by a mindset that wasn't real. It, it, it was polluted by the corruption of the world. So when Jesus came along and says, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand, he says, guess what guys? goodness, mercy, kindness, love, it's, it's here, it's ready, it's for you. I can't see that. I, your neighbor might say that. I can't see that. Your friend, I can't see that. I can't see the worth of church. I can't see the worth of the gospel. I can't see that. But when truth enters in, it's like, boom, brings me to my next point. Two, to speak the Father's words. Verbatim, but John 12, 49, and you'll see this in chapter 14, 24, and chapter 17, 14, and Jesus was sent to testify of the truth, but it was his father's truth. He was verbatim. He wasn't teaching on his own accord. He submitted totally to Jesus and verbatim spoke only what he said. So he says that in John 12, 49. I'm moving along quickly, but I want to get to a point here. Christ revealed to his disciples, in fact, he said, John 12, 49, for I did not speak on my own. This is the words of Jesus. For I did not speak on my own, but the Father who sent me commanded me to say all that I have spoken. So, you know, uh, Jesus apparently made 1,900 statements, 19 truth statements, reality statements, that we actually hang our whole Christian life off. Amen? 1,900 statements that Jesus spoke verbatim from the Father. That was the second thing he had to do. The third thing he had to do was to be the light of the world. The third thing that the mission he had to do was to be the light of the world so his followers could walk in light. John 8, 12, chapter 8, 12 and 9, 5. Let's go to 8, 12. John 8, 12 says, When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness but will have the light of life. So, you know, it wasn't just enough for Jesus to testify the truth. He had to turn the light on. He had to turn the light on. People are in darkness, amen? And when he spoke with great revelation, seemingly, it was like, it was like those floodlights, man. It was, oh my God, I can see. Isn't it a great... Went to a strange island. We did some missionary work in 94 in Fiji and someone had this great idea we should go to this island which we thought would have sunny beaches and beautiful white sand and just, you know, uh, just this beautiful water. And we just had these images from postcards. I don't know, we, we jumped in a 17-seater plane with the kids down here, little kids, out my kids, and, um, and the rivets rattling out of the w wings. And, and, and Julie's going... 
so where we go, we had no idea. Someone had arranged this. I won't mention who. I still remember the name. But and um, <laughs> that we would fly over into uh, Mumu, some island, some strange island. Even when you look at it on a map, it's hardly even there. But some Air Force guy in World War II saw the island, and he said, "I'm going back to that island one day." This is in the war, World War II. So I'm going back to that. He did go back there. He tried. He tried, and he was building a little resort, but it was all half finished. There was live wires hanging out of the place. There was paths half finished. There was no lights, nothing, no power. So we were put in a little hut and um, volcanic rock, <laughs> no, no sand. <laughs> Uh, no sand, just volcanic rock, and uh, really great for kids. Uh, um, and, and the tide went out 500 meters, 500 meters. It went, went <laughs> pack, pack your lunch, we're going for a swim. And, and, and so, but during the night, anyway, I don't know, I shouldn't be talking about this, but it is a funny story. During the night, we woke up to chanting, chanting around our little hut. It was just me and my family in our little hut. But when I woke and Julie gave me a nudge, I, I, I heard the chanting straight. It was something weird. It was like a witch's cover. I didn't know what it was. But it was, it was the fisherman at two o'clock in the morning, we found out, drinking juice. What is it? Kava. Kava juice. And then they were getting a little bit tipsy. And, and, but it sounded like, you know, we're new Christians and we think, oh no, they're having a witch's sale. Anyway, you know, your imagination runs wild. And, 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 but the thing was, I could not see. Could not see. I, I woke up. And, and I've never been in this situation where I could not see. I'm going, okay, I've just woken up. I must, I, I must be just blinded just for a moment. No, there was, I don't know what was, it was just black. It was just black. And I remember on my knees, trying to find and remember where I was. 17-seater plane, yes, uh, dusty, dusty uh, yeah, Indian taxi driver, brought, yeah, yeah, that's right, the matches are in the, yeah, okay. And literally, with the help of my wife, found the matches, lit up the light, the little candle, and it was like, and, and that's exactly what it was like with Jesus. Like every city, every village, every town, the world, the world was dark was dark by the oppressiveness of Satan and his diabolical plan over mankind. But when the Son of God came and spoke, because he was in perfect unison with the Father, when he spoke, light was light just would light up a whole town, a whole village. And people, the, the mothers would say, go and see Jesus, go and see that holy man, go and see that teacher. And literally the, the people flocked to him, but children flocked to him, people flocked to him, sinners flocked to him yeah. because he was the light. And people were so, oh, thank God, they didn't get that out of the Pharisees, amen? So because he was demonstrating, proclaiming the truth, he was demonstrating great light, it was his DNA, Jesus was the truth, it was his spiritual DNA, and light came forth. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father. He was light, his light was so bright that all who hungered for truth flocked to it. Unfortunately, according to Jesus, human nature loves darkness rather than the light because our deeds are evil. John 3.19, a good point. This is the verdict. This is the words of Jesus. He's saying, light has come into the world. But people loved darkness instead of light because of their deeds were evil. 
Darkness is actually appealing to sinful people and sinful nature. Even to Christians, we can go, I call it dodging and weaving. I don't want to go to church. I don't want to do this. I don't want to shrink back into the shadows and, and, and goof off and do something crazy. That's why Jesus said, that's why Jesus said to Nicodemus, Nicodemus, you've got to be born again to be able to see this kingdom. You've got to have a whole new nature. You've got to be born again to be able to see what I'm talking about. We need to receive a new nature that prefers to live in truth and light rather than illusion and darkness. John 3.20 says, Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. John 3.21 But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. So again, once you're born again, you can, you can walk in the light of the glory of God. Isn't it great that you can just walk no matter where you go, even a dungy, dingy nightclub, if you happen to be there, I mean, uh, I've had to go to some places for, for reason, I've ended up in some strange places, uh, maybe, I remember I did a wedding down at Darling Harbour, that's right, and it was, anyway, um, anyway, and, and I remember, I'm thinking, Jesus is still here, I can feel the light still, I know mean, it looks dark, it looks dark, but spiritually, I know there's a light directly over me. And people are actually looking at me. It's amazing while I've been fasting that, that people almost take a double look. I don't know why. I'm, because I'm so skinny maybe. They go, what not that guy eat? You know, we just f finished 40 days of, of prayer and fasting today. Uh, today. Praise God. Give Julie and, and Phil a hand. 40 days. Juice. Juice. Uh, water. Thank you, Jesus. And... Um, and broth. We did a bit of broth. So. And we're keen to eat again, aren't we, darling? Um, but, but, but I tell you what, it, I, 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 I did, we, we did 40 days in the year 2000 because we thought the Y2K anyway. No, it wasn't about that. Derek Prince and a couple of other men of God uh, declared and proclaimed a fast. And we, if we're going to do a fast now, it's going to be now. And we jumped on that. We did it. And there was a national uh, day of a national period of fasting uh, up until today uh, declared by the coalition, prayer coalition, prophetic people. And we jumped on that. So if we're, if we're going to do 40 days, it's now. I was only going to do 21 days. And Julie said, no, I'm doing 40 days. What are you doing? I said, oh, hang on. I'm not going to eat around you. That's not going to work. I'll join you. I'll, I'll go another few days. So, yeah, anyway, that's when I went outside and screamed and, and, <laughs> and, and fell to my knees and asked for mercy. And, uh, but God is good. And, and, and I just sense that as we're walking... Can I just say this? While we were fasting, we had opportunity every day, every day, no, I mean every day, every day to witness to people. What is that? Is that because the anointing is flowing, the light is shining, that my flesh had been subdued, my selfishness to ignore people, to forget them, forget, oh, they're not my type, oh, forget you, no, but everyone everyone became a candidate for salvation and the anointing was just flowing i wasn't like and you know being overbearing it was just so easy it just flowed i just asked people you know 
what your dreams are, or just 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 there's keys to witness to people and what do you do outside this job, whatever, and then bang, and then they they see something in you. That's all I can. I, I think I think if a normal person did it, they'd just go, "What do you what do you care?" You know. But but when you're in the anointing and the anointing, when your spirit is flowing like that, there's just so much opportunity to to engage people and to witness to people. It's quite amazing. It's quite amazing. So subduing the flesh by fasting releases the anointing. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke, that breaks the yoke of, uh, of all the weirdness and of all the, 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 the ability to cut through all, all the stuff of life and be able to touch a heart is, is an amazing thing. It's a beautiful thing. But it can be done in the anointing. So Jesus came, what? Truth. Speak the verbatim, God's uh, word. Uh, John 3.20, did I say that? Uh, ah, the fourth one. Let's go to the fourth one, last one. To be the bread of life which gives life to all that partake of him. So he came the fourth. There's 27 of these. The, the, the fourth one, and I've just selected a couple of these, but... The fourth one was to be the bread of life, which gives life to all. So John 6:48, I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, yet they died. But 50, verse 50, but here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which anyone may eat and not die. So Jesus is talking about himself. Uh, as wonderful as the miraculous manna was, Jesus claimed that he was even a better source of sustenance. And if you go to John 6:51. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I'll give for the life of the world. Matthew 4, 4. And he answered, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Amen. So that's why you got you to partake of the word partake of the words faith comes by not by just hearing but by hearing the word of God it's, it's really communing with God and hearing God what he's saying about your life this song uh, in 2006 Tim Hughes wrote this song happy days which describes Jesus resurrection the greatest day in history death is beaten you have rescued me sing it out Jesus is alive the empty cross the empty grave, life eternal, you have won the day. I think these were some lyrics in the song, Happy Day. The greatest day in history, death is beaten, you have rescued me, sing it out, Jesus is alive, the empty cross, the empty grave, life eternal, you have won the day. The greatest day on the planet was when Jesus paid that price for those sins of Adam and Eve. And uh, when Jesus rose from the dead, that, that, that he allowed that, 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 that death and that sin and that curse over humanity to be cancelled in Jesus' name. On the cross, sin has been rendered powerless. That sin has been rendered. If sin's got you, and if sin's got you in a, in a, in a place where you seemingly being challenged, there is power. Jesus died for that, whereby you can have victory, where you can overcome it. By, I guess, the anointing, but truth, living in the light, good decisions. There's no sin on the planet that is too hard anymore. Whereas before, sin would take out people all the time. 
um, 1 Corinthians 15, 14, if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless and so is your faith. Well, good news, he has risen. Jesus' resurrection changed everything. Say everything. It changed everything when he rose. We've been set free. We've been restored, redeemed, reconciled back to God. We've even been given the free gift of eternal life. Jesus told Martha that those who believe him shall never die, John eleven twenty six, 26. And he also said to Nicodemus that those who believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life, John three sixteen. And here it is. You see, when Adam and Eve fell, we became spiritually dead, empty shells lacking the image of God. Now, this is, this is where I want to pull up, so take note. You see, when Adam and Eve fell... We became spiritually, thank you so much, we became spiritually dead, empty shells lacking in the image of God. Humanity was incomplete until the arrival of Jesus Christ, who was and is the true image and likeness of God. I'm getting to my point now. By rising on the third day, Jesus created a way for the original image of God in man to be restored. Now, that's where the message got me. That's the crux of my message. That's the crux of my message. By rising on the third day, Jesus created a way for the original image of God in man to be restored. Now, can I have that? Went to Darlinghurst, went to, um, and I'll have the image, uh, yeah. This was the, the problem, and this is the problem. This was given to us. Mark Della Costa, remember this? Yeah. Now, I've had this for a while, seven years or something, but... Twelve! Oh, my goodness, okay. Might be a bit older than I thought. Um, you can see, and up there, it's, it's a painting I think it, it's painted by someone with mental illness uh, oh okay sorry Christian in Melbourne with no mental illness okay okay does it depict someone a broken fractured look it's gonna it's gonna speak to me whatever all right for me yeah that's right it's art thank you Candace it's art I'll interpret what it means oh can you read it in perfect perceptions. So podcast listeners, I'm ho holding a painting up uh, of two figures, two heads, but broken, obviously broken and um, just distorted, not in right perspective. And I was, man, I saw some strange images. Not strange, but you do see things differently when you're a Christian. I saw the drunk guy on the side of the road, um, with his mate, another drunk guy, just bums, I guess, and we would call them bums, but broken, just broken down like this. And I could almost see that one was almost salvageable. The other one, he was gone. Man, I don't know. But I could almost see this other one. He was almost salvageable. I just see the brokenness in those two alcoholics that were trying to cross the road up near the Coca-Cola sign of the cross. So we end up down at Potts Point. Someone said that, that you know, we needed to have a meeting there with someone. And, um, and then I saw this muscly guy. He really worked on the four big muscle groups up here. But 
um, as he as he approached, I realized, oh my God, he's a drug addict too. He's trying to find identity through his pumped up muscles and but he was a broken he his eyes it meant his soul he 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 was not there he was like this broken and, and I, I saw others others I, I saw good people too we actually had to go through a couple of meetings in sydney and i you know there there was good people that doing well prospering life but an emptiness the image of god was not in them it was distorted. And this, this cross is all about allowing humanity to have that original image of Christ, to be that son, to be that child of God that he wants for humanity. We should not be orphaned. We should not be broken down creatures on a lost planet. We should be children of the living God, greatly loved by Him. Our identity is in Him. We should understand that, that, that we are made in the image of God, not denying that, not denying God's great love, not denying that we're made in the image of God. And, and that really spoke to me about all the broken people I saw in the cross, Dar Darlinghurst and, and elsewhere, really. And, and then, of course, Kiralee Lowe gave us this one. So Kiralee wrote this. She's a great, great uh, writer. Kiralee Lowe, thank you so much. I'm holding your painting up. And it says, Behold, come weary, come lonely, come hurting, come lost. Invitation, wide open, all eyes on the cross. Into his, maybe I should put my glasses on. I was hoping, hoping they'd be healed by the end of the message, but... Wide open, all eyes on the cross. Into his, into his house, we walk, stumble, and fall. Let's pray that, that this Friday, people walk, stumble, and fall into the house of God this, this Friday. And people are being invited to encounter the one who embraces all. On this day, behold, a tree. A tree that set humanity free. Amen. A tree designed for the cruelest death. Brings life through the ones who pass the test. What darkness intended for destruction and doom delivered the keys to every room. Keys to life, keys to light, keys to heal, keys to fight. So this cross becomes a key each time our cry is to be free. Tree of death, now the tree of life. Say life, guys. By His perfect, willing sacrifice to this cross, we bring our pain, our sin, our guilt, our mess, our shame, our broken attempts at right and wrong. This cross transforms into a song. Love, a song of love, grace, a song of grace that woos, that heals, that lightens our face. To this tree we bring our life, our broken, messy sacrifice. And He performs the great exchange, our life for His, the rearrange. Brokenness upon the cross, life, light in Him, no longer lost.
hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.